Good evening, everybody. Welcome to this Xbox Life episode 416, podcast of the year 2016. I am one of your three hosts, Brun BJ Swick 33, and along with me, of course, is two of the greatest guys that you could ever ask to podcast with. And uh, that is uh, Mark Wingman 709. Hello, everybody. How you doing? And Rob, also known as Presar. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hello, hello, hello. All right. So we are here for our TXL, I guess, game of the year. What we would pick as our favorite games that we played this year. Um, for 2016, uh, it is our last show of the year. Uh, we will not be recording next week, but we will be here, uh, back here on the first of the year on 2017. So, which is crazy to think about, right? It's our last show of 2016. Mm. So, um, but we are live every Sunday, twitch.tv slash this Xbox Life. We record every Sunday at 10 p.m. Uh, that'd be Eastern time. All right, guys, ready to get started? Yay, nay? Yes, Okay. let's do this. Cool. All right. Well, before we get to what our favorite games we've been playing throughout the year, how about we talk about what we've been recently playing over the past week? And Rob, we'll let you uh, go first. Sure. All right, uh, I've been playing more of uh, Dishonored 2. Just in a uh, little doses when I get uh, the, the time that I can sit down and play. And um, I apparently hey, Rob, play... Yeah. I got, I'm sorry to interrupt. Ron, do you know... little distortion. It's like you're really loud and distorted for some reason tonight. Yep. A little bit of distortion. I, I yeah. Just... <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> we do this it was, live. It was like it was, it was fine. How about now? No, it's the same. It was fine before we started recording, and then all of a sudden it got really like loud and distorted once we yeah. started recording. Hmm. Any better now? Yeah, I think maybe. Yeah. my yeah, sliders got moved in my mixer. Yeah, that sounds better. Yeah, I was sitting there going like, uh, I'm looking at my knobs on mine. Like, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Don't want to hear about that family-friendly show. <laughs> yeah, watch your knobs. <laughs> Oh, very good. That was quick. I, li- I like that. That was quick witted yes. there. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Sound good now? Oh, I think yes. sound great. Sound great. Much better. Ac- yep. Excellent. All right, You're let's start over. Man. Welcome course, to this yeah. Xbox oh. Live. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> All right. So I uh, played more Dishonored 2 as I get uh, the, the time to actually sit down and play. And uh, I apparently... Uh, there's been a trend that I've noticed with this game, and that every single level, apparently, I am extremely lethal. <laughs> <laughs> it gives you this—I don't know what you call it. It's like the—it's um, like dead center is like zero for everything, and then like you know, lethal, lethal, like lethalness. Is, is that the plural Lethality. of it? <laughs> Lethalitenaciousness. I don't know. You have your lethalness in one direction and I guess, you know, like sneaking the other way and so forth. And I am like all the way at the end of like lethal and causing chaos. Yeah. 
But actually, this last level, I did kind of get everybody in the level. <laughs> I walked around and found every bad guy. Oh, wow. But um, uh, it's I'm, I'm still loving the game. Great stuff. Although it is getting that point because a lot of these games that tend to run a little, you know, to, that have a lot of gameplay in them, I reach a point where I'm ready for it to end. Do you, you guys ever get that in yeah, games? I do that about three hours in of every game I play. <laughs> That's why I never finish. <laughs> I really enjoy the game, but I'm like, man, it's still another level. It's it's odd. It's really odd. I had this with you know a, a lot of titles like uh, some of the um, uh, Halo games and yeah, the, stuff. But anyway, the one that jumps out to me that did that to me. Um, is a little bit like Dishonored One, the first one. Like I'm, I only have three levels left, but it was I was getting to that point in like how much more, how much more. The game that really jumps out to me that did that to me uh, that I recently know is uh, Tomb Raider, the definitive, oh, yeah. the definitive edition. Mm-hmm. I was just like, how many more levels do I have to play? <laughs> even though I was having a blast, and, and the thing is, is like even when I completed it, I went on to the next Tomb Raider game. I went on to the latest one. And I haven't went very much further than I think the Russian base or whatever, uh, just sure. because I was burnt out on that first one. It really, you know, did that to me. So. But uh, so, but okay. Yep. So uh, I played uh, more Dishonored too, and then I also uh, gave a shot uh, playing Astroneer. So that's uh, a title I've been following for quite some time because it's out on PC. And it just got released on Xbox One in preview. Or game preview, I think, is the official title okay. of the program where the game is very much in alpha, maybe early beta, but you can plop down some money and you can play it. And the last time the last game that I did this for, or at least that I tried early on, was We Happy Few. Is that yeah. the name of the game? Yeah. The weird Bobby Cops. Yeah. So, um, I did not care for that game too much. Uh, a lot of it was like I really didn't know what was going on, and I felt the same way with Astroneer because you play this game and it's like you really don't know what's going on. At least, maybe I I didn't have the inclination to actually search out what I was supposed to do because you know you, you sort of hope that they guide you through. You know, like a little tutorial, or at least tell you what you're supposed to do, because that's what games do nowadays. They don't pack in, you know, a 20-page instruction manual like they used to back in the day. And I kind of struggled through the game a little bit, not really knowing what to do. I mean, some of it was intuitive, but I basically just had a. I stopped the game. I'm like, this. I, I don't. It, it's not a lot of fun because. I really don't know what I'm doing, and I don't know if I'm making progress or if I'm just wasting time. And maybe I'll give it another shot when it finally releases. However, it's, I've been tracking this game, waiting for it to be released now for at least probably six, eight months, which is which is kind of strange. the The game looks pretty interesting in terms of like what you're supposed to do because uh, you're basically landing on some foreign planet. And you're doing all sorts of various settling things. You're collecting resources and such. 
So it looked like it was going to be an interesting game, but at least in this early preview that they had, it kind of fell flat for me. So um, that was about it for me, I think. Um, and there was something else I was going to mention, but I totally forgot what it was. Maybe I'll remember, and then uh, once uh, you guys finish up, maybe I'll remember what it was, and I'll bring it up. Yep. So next. Mark, why don't you take this one? Take all one. right. Hopefully you can't hear all the banging clashing in the background. Nope. Um, that's good. Um, I played two games this week, I, and one I was a little worried about. Um, I, I talked to Vengeful Loki. He gave me a call, and he's like, dude, I want to buy a game. There's a couple of games. He's like, Dishonored 2 is, or no, wouldn't have been, wouldn't be the second one. I think it was Dishonored was 20 bucks, and he said the Division was 20 bucks. The Definitive Edition? I don't know. Yeah, Dishonored Probably. Definitive Edition Probably, yeah. So I'm like, dude, Division all the way, baby. But I'm like, honestly, I said, I know Rob likes Dishonored. I said, but I've never played it. Um, I can't answer to that. I said, I, you know, I talked about the Division and stuff, and he ended up buying it. <laughs> and I'm going to throw him under the bus a little bit. Have a little jab at him. All in good fun, my buddy. Um, so he starts by, I said, go ahead and get to the island. You got to go through the little opening part. And um, and then once you get on the island in you know, Manhattan, then it's like, then I, we can join up and I can go through and, and play the game with you and stuff. And um, So he spent a long time trying to get to that point. And it, I'm not going to say how long. I really don't want to embarrass him that much. But it was pretty funny uh, how long it took. So then I was like, you know what? I realized, wait a minute. My guy's like level 30. I'm like gear scored 250. He's a brand new guy. I'm like, this is going to make, and I remember that this game kind of scales to the highest ranking person, not the person's game. Right. So I'm like, holy buckets, you're not going to be able to play. It's going to scale everybody to super high and you're going to hate this. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to run through and create a second character and I'll go in the same level that you are. (laughs) Well, I got through the opening part in about, 15 minutes maybe you are <laughs> and, experienced though as well and, I mean. and, well exactly okay. yeah so i was gonna get to that <laughs> but the whole time he was going through this we're in a party and i'm playing something else and he's he's like kind of starting to lose his patience and he's getting a little frustrated and he's like this has got to be on a harder level this, this must be on like harder there's no way this is like on normal and i'm like i don't recall it having a difficulty setting until you went into the actual missions, I, th- I think the open world area is just one setting. It's like normal. And he was really struggling, and I was like, oh, man. I said, I have a feeling I'm going to be sending you $20, and you're going to be sending me a physical disc of the division that I can give away on the show. And um, <laughs> and uh, and then and he couldn't believe it when I said, well, I'm now in the helicopter. And he's like, what? Already? Because <laughs> it was a lot faster than he got to that point. And I did. I was like, I was like, oh, you got to understand, man. I got a lot of time on this game. Yep. So I've got the I got the controls down fairly well enough to run through this. So uh, but we did play for a while. Uh, we went through, I think, the first mission. We got his base up, went through the first mission. Then he had to go. Um, and we were going to play again later. And we just haven't. I don't like I've been on Xbox since, but um, did play the division as a entry level character again, which was weird. Because it's like all of a sudden you're dying. You get so used to kind of being able to take stuff and like, oh yeah, I'm like a noob now. I gotta, you know, 
I can't just stand out in the middle and tear people up because I don't have the weapons and the skills and all that stuff yet. So I uh, did play a little of that, and it was fun to kind of go back and restart that. Um, and I'll probably continue playing with him as, at that character level and working through the missions with him. Yeah, once once you uh, get also, up, once you get up kind of high, like higher to maybe when I can join you. You should let me know because I don't have time to kick off a new character or anything. But I've been wanting to go back and play that. Like I've done zero of the, you know, extra missions that they put in. I forget what they're called. Okay. Um. Oh, of the um, yeah, they're yellow. Yeah. The, uh, Incursions? Yeah, incursions. I've done I haven't done any of those and uh, I've done one. <laughs> yeah. So I mean when you guys get up to that point you'll have to let me know. I yeah, I, he doesn't game a whole lot anymore and that I don't know how you know how far we'll get, but we'll definitely anytime Brun you want to do an incursion, hit me up. I will be happy. We'll find some people to do it. Yeah. So okay. um I also played um Dead Rising four. Um, I have completed the game, so what I'm doing now is I started a second game, and I'm going through, and I'm leveling up every uh, safe house to level five so I can buy all the blueprints, so I can find all the collectible stuff that's in every section. And basically, I'm grinding it out. I'm just killing zombies, trying to get those leveled up, then trying to find all the collectibles and stuff in each section. So I've got a lot of hours left of Dead Rising 4 in front of me if I'm going to keep doing this, but... uh, so that's what I'm doing with that. And that's those are the two games I played this week. What about it, Ron? Well, uh, I played one round of Battlefield 1. Um, I got the new map or whatever. It, it's, it was okay. Um, but pretty much a majority of like Saturday, I played Titanfall 2. Um, I tried, I was just wanted to finish off those last 10 ranks so I could uh, regen. So I hit level 15, I regened, so I'm a regen now. Um, of course, you know, it is a bummer that I lose everything. Not everything, but you lose a majority, like all the guns. Like, I was just like, ah, oh, I finally unlocked the very last thing. And then it's like, now everything's locked again. <laughs> ah. So, but it didn't, it doesn't, un, it doesn't lock everything, which is nice. Like, I can still run my same Titan. That I, I like, I ran the same Titan and pretty much the same weapon through the whole entire first 50 levels um but i can't run a wall now uh which is kind of aggravating but i don't see it taking me too long to get back up uh because i know when you regen you're you start to level faster it, it doesn't slow you down it actually speeds up your levels if, if i remember correctly uh, in titanfall well in titanfall you did gen up quicker. You gained like an XP bonus every time you gen up. Right. I don't know if that's the case in Titanfall 2. Oh, that's a I, I don't. I was wondering the same thing, and I haven't seen anything that states like you get a bonus or a bump. I just haven't seen it. Hmm. I'll have to look at that and see for sure. Um, but I, I played Titanfall 2 uh, and some Battlefield 1. And then, so, Wing, I know you played this game. I started Uncharted 1. And all I can say is I don't see what the big deal is about this game. It looks like it doesn't look good. It looks like it's like 10 years old. I mean, because it, it is almost 10 years old. It is. <laughs> I'm, I'm right. joking. I'm joking. I'm, 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 making... going, I'm, I'm sitting in my mind going, it is 10 years old. What is he talking about? Yeah, I'm making a joke. 
Um, the game is awesome. Yeah, my buddy let me borrow uh, his PS3, actually, because he bought a PS4. Uh, and just, I mean, I only probably played about an hour, and I'm liking it. You know, I, I like Tomb Raider, too, so I knew I kind of would like I would like this. I just like the banter, you know, like bef- between Nathan and um, uh, uh, Scully. Yeah. Yeah, so some of the stuff, like, they kind of had me chuck one a little bit, but... You know, so I, yeah, I, he has the first three on his PlayStation Three, so I can play through those. But uh, I actually, this is the first time a PlayStation has been in my house, hooked up that I've played since I unhooked my PS2 when I bought my 360. That's ten years ago, basically. It's been a long time since I've played, you know, a PlayStation itself. So, but uh, yeah, best console ever. Get you Xbox, Uncharted one for life. I was <laughs> just no. So yeah, that that's it. Uncharted one. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I'm really I'm a little aggravated. I mean, my replacement controller, the controller I have now, which is a replacement to the initial controller I got with my Xbox One, which had the I'm going to constantly move forward. You know, without you touching the controller. Um, I called and I got it. It was replaced for free. Uh, my replacement now constantly wants to move forward. <laughs> so that controller is now doing it. And I know the newer controllers don't have this issue or like the elite controller doesn't have this issue. But it's just like, it's such a bummer because it makes it unplayable. Oh, and I played Overwatch. That was the, that was the other thing. I was trying to play Overwatch on my uh, console, but I couldn't get the controller from pressing up to where I could select the options in the menu I wanted. It was just zipping through the menu, so I couldn't select anything out of the menu. So I had to come play Overwatch on my PC. Um, But as of right now, it's like I can barely play an Xbox game because my controller just doesn't work. So I, I tweeted it out, and they wanted me to do a test, make sure it's not a syncing issue, which it's not. Uh, but uh, we'll... We'll see what happens from here, but I'm definitely I see a uh, new controller in my future. Maybe I can win one from uh, from our giveaway, so, which, I'll, which I'll mention here in a little bit. <laughs> so, but that's it. That's all I've been playing. All right. Um, some quick things. Patreon.com. So if you go to thisxboxlife.com/slash Patreon. Uh, you can sign up to become a patron of the show. If uh, our last patron um, is, who's our last uh, patron that we? It's just... in the. It's in there. Preston. Preston. Yes, Preston. Yep. Preston is our uh, most recent uh, patron, and he is at the level where I believe he gets to be on the show. Is that correct? Yes. Yep, so we will have a future guest uh, early in 2017. Uh, He will be on the show to hang out with us, and we'll learn all about him, but uh, he signed up and is now a patron of the show. If Um, he wishes. Can't force the guy to come on. (laughs) Well, yes, if he would like to come on. He has the option now. (laughs) Yes. But, uh, and his gamer tag, isn't it Drano? Isn't Drano the... uh... Yes, I think you're right. Yes, yeah. that's right. I think it was great. Yeah, because he is also our last person who donated to us, <laughs> which if you go to this Xbox, Xbox.com slash donate, 
you can also donate to us, uh, which is more of a one-time thing. So he kind of like double dipped there. It's, I'm not going to blame you. I don't mind it, <laughs> but uh, but we uh, we do appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, and that was the tip. And now we are in our roundtable. So our roundtable this week. Oh, hey, oh, oh, all right. I got I got to say one thing here. Okay. I got I want to I want to. Because I, I just have to talk about this before we jump into our stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna sidestep and get off Xbox for a moment. Okay. Did you guys see Rogue One? Uh, no. Daddy. Yes. I did Rob not. Scott, Brun did not. I have not. Rob, we have a great opportunity here. Brun, it's time to get you back, sucker. The Death Star gets blown up. Oh, jeez. Why do you? Uh, <laughs> thanks for and ruining Darth Vader, it. And Darth Vader is a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> so if, I, if I'm not mistaken... The Death Star in episode 4. I spoiled it for you. <laughs> is it 4 it gets blown up? Yeah. Oh, does it get blown up in 4? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I couldn't remember <laughs> if it's not it got... a real spoiler, but... Right. Um, yes, because uh, Rogue One is prior to 4. Right? It's it's episode three and a half. Is yes, what it is. it's three point <laughs> five. Okay. So, but I, I I just wanted to share. We went uh, and saw it Thursday night, um, on opening night, and I remember I was in the theater and I was like sitting there. I'm kind of like, what time is it? And it's been like an hour and fifteen minutes into the movie, and I'm just kind of like, how much longer is this? No, really. <laughs> I've never felt that, that way about like a Star it. Wars movie. Hmm. Yes, I was like an hour and 15 in, and I'm just like, I'm ready for this to be done. This this is not so good. And I remember sitting there kind of like not really happy about it, and I'm just like, okay, it's Star Wars, though. You're watching a Star Wars movie. You should be excited by that. Well, that was the last time I looked at my watch. No, oh, okay. From that point on, the, the, the rest of the movie was like, oh, my gosh. Pure Star Wars amazing awesomeness. <laughs> it was fantastic. And it was just like, you know, because this is a one movie only. This is it. This is a one-time deal. There's, you know, uh, there was a joke on, I think it was um, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he said, is there going to be a Rogue One Part Two? And they're like, yeah, that's episode four, <laughs> you know? Um so there is no see. This is just a one-off story. And so you spend a lot of time. They spend a lot of time kind of doing an introduction. And at the very beginning, it was just like bouncing around from here to here to here to here. And I was just like, man, what's going on? But they, they're trying to introduce a lot of stuff. And and I get that. And it was, it was still okay. But it was just like, I just felt like something was missing. And then it was like the last hour was just, it was all awesomeness. So, you know, that's all. I'm not going to spoil anything. But um, this is not... And anybody doesn't know, this is not episode eight. This is not leading. Hmm. This isn't taking place after the movie that came out last year. This takes, right. this is episode 3.5 before yep. episode four, which was the original movie released was the first movie released. And, yeah. um, which it, was it, just called all, star it, Wars. And then it was right. changed to a, a new hope. New hope, Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, you well, can really, you can almost think of it like it's a two part miniseries. So Rogue One 
is going to be the miniseries part that you watch Sunday night. <laughs> and then the Star Wars A New Hope is Monday night. Yeah. Well, yeah. they're supposed to have... So, eight is next year. Yeah. And then they're supposed to have another one the year after that. Han Solo. It's yeah. Han Solo. Yep. Yeah. And then they'll have nine. Right. And then they have and then it... The Han, go ahead. And the Han Solo one is... Prior again, it's going to be one of these. He's young. It's a young Han Solo. Right. It's about him being a. Um, uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, I forgot what he was. Not a bounty hunter. He was smuggler. Um, smuggler? smuggler thank you. So it's about him smuggling. I would imagine what we're going to see in that movie is you're probably going to see like how he got the Millennium Falcon from Lando Calrissian. Yep. You know oh, why? What did he do with? with Jabba the Hutt that, you know, he's being hunted down. Mm -hmm. You're probably going to learn like those backstories, but it's a young Han Solo and it's going to just be kind of like the adventures of Han Solo type of thing. So it, it'll have really nothing to do with Luke Skywalker or any of that. It's all, you know, so again, and it's going to be like a one time. That's kind of the plan. They're, they're doing the, the main story every other year. And then in between they're doing these like kind of one-off type of things, which I think is cool. Yeah, me too. I kind of like that. Oh, are they going to do one right. after nine? Or is nine would, nine it? I would I would imagine they're going to continue it, dude. It's a billion dollar industry. Well, it's, I know it's making bank. Yeah, they're going to keep making them until they are no longer profitable. Which I under I understand that. I, I just didn't know because I know they've have announced the Han Solo one, and we know there was another trilogy coming, but I didn't hear right. anything like after after nine. Like these ones well, are filling in those gaps, but but several years down the road. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But anyways, no, I didn't spoil anything. If I if that if you thought that was a spoiler, then you don't understand what Rogue One is. So yeah, uh, essentially just in a quicker because I think uh, and I was reading something online a lot. I guess a lot of people don't know what it is or they're not paying attention. But you know, in Episode Four, which was the very first movie that was released, uh, that's when Luke goes and he ends up blowing up the Death Star. And if you don't know that, I didn't spoil anything because that movie came out what thirty years ago, right? <laughs> so. This is the story about the, the, the people that got the Death Star plans. And I'll say this. It was this movie had a lot more to it than I expected. Mm -hmm. um, the whole the whole thing about why there was a vulnerability was really cool. Um, they did a great job with this movie. I was really impressed. Um, I really enjoyed it. And, and I'll tell you what, they they took it the way in Rob. I'm trying to tread lightly here. The final 60 seconds of that movie, I, I was, like, not expecting that at all. I wasn't expecting the final 10 seconds. Oh, so I, that, I that blew my mind. <laughs> but to where they took it to, hmm. I was not expecting that. And that was so cool, in my opinion. Cool. That, uh... Was some pretty good CGI there at the, at the end. <laughs> yes, for for pretty that thing. Impressive, because you know that it it's nothing like that now in real life. Oh, I know, I know, I know. And I, I well, we'll have to talk offline. But yeah, I was like, yeah, the, yeah. Anyways, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's a great movie. Um, so I'm, my thought was, if you're not really enjoying the first part, just hang in there. It really kicks butt. The last yeah. hour is just absolutely and stunning. Yeah, and I, I thought I'd throw out my con comments on it as well since we're talking about it. Now, I'm more of a Star Trek person than a Star Wars person, and uh, I tend to enjoy the Star Trek movies a lot more. 
I find that a lot of the Star Wars movie are kind of cumbersome, too long, and I get bored halfway through, and I'm just, come on, come on, come on. And I'm glad to get out of the theater at that. <laughs> and, like, the, the previous movie, you know, ran too long. Um, the one last, or, no, the one that came out, like, January, February this year. No, it was, it was Force, December of last year. Force Awakens? Force yeah. Awakens came out December. Yeah. December. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. So, like, that one just went on forever, but it was okay. Uh, this one is probably the best movie out of the last couple. If not, yeah, it's it's probably the best out of the bunch. I don't know about um, that. It's, no, because I, I think that this movie has a lot less of what I would consider, I think, the George Lucas influence where his movies right his movies have this like corniness almost like this childish behavior to some of the people and i mean it was the most uh glaring probably in the one with jar jar binks oh well yeah episodes one through three had a lot of that yeah i mean and i mean i i didn't care for any of that Force Awakens was a step in the right direction. This one is more like a regular, probably like a science fiction drama type of movie, and that I appreciated. So, um, I'm 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 happy with how it turned out. Uh, it did get to a point where I think probably right around the same time as what you were saying, Mark, where I was like, man, I mean, it's still <laughs> just at the point of where it's like wrapping up the first part of the plot line. Yeah. Cause a lot of their movies, like they have, they're, they're really like two parts where there's like the first part where everybody kind of just, just does their thing. They kind of collect everybody. And then like the second third or, or last third or last half is where everybody kind of rallies together and they take on their big mission. And you know, it was very evident towards the end of like that first part where it's like, man, you know, how long has this been? And, mm-hmm. You know, looking at the watch, and actually, uh, my son and I we actually saw it today, and we saw it in D box seats. Did you guys ever try those? Oh, huh. never heard of it. Yeah, me either. There, are these seats that uh, you pay a little bit of a premium, so. They're like another six, seven, eight dollars higher than the regular seats. But you get this bucket type seat that moves so it like pivots. And also it's got some kind of like rumble pack in it. So as there's explosions, like the whole chair vibrates when you're like when the uh, spaceships would take off from the ground, for example, and they're flying chair would like pivot in the direction that the spacecraft is going so there's like this added sense of immersion i guess um so it was interesting not I worth can, eight bucks i can see you trying to take a drink and i was like, <laughs> you see it's, in a lap you're yeah, it's, a it's not that bad <laughs> it's not that bad That's but funny. yeah for you know i can't imagine you know, dropping like eight bucks a person for an entire family, yeah. you know, to, to go to this, but, um, it's, it's something interesting to try. 
maybe by yourself or with one other person, but I don't know if, I don't know if the D box is worth it, but, uh, it was a nice experience for, uh, for the star Wars movie. So it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I'm pleasantly surprised at how good it was. Well, before we get to our game of the year, I I just want to say, I, I saw a funny comic. Uh, it was a star Wars comic, which, uh, uh, it basically was stating that for each new Jedi, they have uh, they have like less and less training. So it like showed Anakin, and he's like, "I am prepared to fight you." You know, I have studied years under the Order, and I am now prepared to fight. You know, and it was like him, and then it showed Luke, and it's like, "I am I trained with." Three guy or three days with this little green guy, this old green guy who could barely move. You know, I am ready to fight. And then it showed, um, uh, what's her name from Force Awakens? Ray. Ray. It shows her, it's like, what's this blue lightsaber thingy? I am ready to fight. <laughs> it's like each one of them has, like, you know, the training has went from years to days to, like, I just picked up a lightsaber and now I'm a, you know, I'm, it's cause I'm a the Force is strong in their family. Yes. Yeah. But no, I thought that was thought it was funny. But uh, all right, back to gaming. Right. We are uh, this Xbox Life Game of the Year's selections 2016. We picked out some categories, and we're going to go through and hopefully not argue too much about it. But I don't see why we would. Um, our first category we did action adventure. Uh, game now. I saw in some places where action adventure they are including like all first person shooters and stuff into this, but we have our own shooter category because we like to keep our, our separate. But for action adventure games, um, what do you, what do you guys what do you guys have? I know what Rob's is going to be. I imagine hmm. mine would have been Rob's if I played it. <laughs> so. Well, why don't we just go in in order? Okay. Uh, like that way, we're not going. Who's going to go first? Every yeah, I, I picked. Uh, so with mine, um, I picked Hitman. So I haven't had super like a large amount of time with it, um, but you know, I don't know how you could pick this. <laughs> I didn't see. I didn't consider the division action adventure. I'm trying to think it, if I should have pinned that one in with this grouping, because then I would change, because then my well, best action yeah. adventure would be the division, because... I had something else in here, and I've been struggling. I ended up changing it here just a few minutes ago, uh, for reasons I'll say later, but I, I don't know. Some of these are tough to put in a category, like, right. some people say, oh, it's a shooter, or it's an action-adventure game, or you know, you might even say, well, that's more of an RPG, because you're building your character... You know, I'm like, to me, a shooter is a first-person shooter. Mm-hmm. That's just, to me, if it's not a first-person shooter, if it's a third-person, then to me that kind of goes into the category of action-adventure. But I suppose I would never I would never consider it. I guess that's not right, because I would say Gears of War is a shooter. Well, see. But that's a third-person. See, so, I was I was debating on having Gears of War in, in, in there, you know, but I barely played any of it. If if we're uh, let me put it this way, if we're gonna put the division in category to division in our own minds as as an action adventure, then mine's the division. 
that would be what I, I mean, I played that, that would probably be the game that I played the most this year. Um, that would be in that category and would be my favorite out of those. So, and, and you'll come to see a little bit later down the road. Like, you know, I kind of have this, there's this thing between me and the division, but I can explain it when we, when we get there. So I would pick the division over Hitman, but the reason why I picked Hitman is because it would be the only other game that I played that was be in this category that I really liked, you know, I've, I've had fun with. So would you, did you consider the division a shooter? I was putting it in the shooter range, but I could see it more as an action adventure. Yeah, because, yeah, and that's what I kind of view it more of an action adventure because you're, you got all the stats, you got your character buildup, you got your abilities, you've got your leveling, you've got, you know, I mean, I know you get that in Titanfall and Battlefield, but this one's different because the game and your stats change based on the gear that you're putting on, um, you know, to a very almost RPG-ish, you know, that's why it's almost really could probably, you could probably put the division under RPG Mm -hmm. in a way, you know, and I, and I think these are tough because I think a lot of games nowadays really blur the lines. It's almost hard to pin them into a particular category. Yeah. And I, I really think that's like in this year, if you go and you look, they never had like a first person shooter category. They had like all shooters and stuff in action adventure. Like Battlefield One and Titanfall, they're action, they're action games, and not just first-person shooters. But right. since the division, see, you know, like the gear, that would put Gears of War in the division. I would say since they're not first-person shooters, they're more third-person action. Right. I would put Gears in this category as well, but I would still pick the division because I barely played any of Gears, even though Gears is a great game. So, or what I've played of it, I've liked. But and and Rob. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> now I'm going to disagree with yours because I don't think I think you got yours in the wrong category. <laughs> what would his fall under? Unless I don't understand what the game is. No, his fits isn't, there. Is, uh, so is it, is it so, uh, isn't yours a first person? So what I did is I went to a couple of the online sites mm-hmm. And then I look to see what they classified the game as, and Dishonored Two, which is my choice That's a stealth action. for action game of uh, 2016, that one fell under the action category. Right, it's a stealth action game. I agree. Yeah, that it's okay. in that right category. Yeah. So I let other people classify my games. Yeah. I didn't do it. <laughs> Why well, did two? But I like pulling so out. So I can first... pass the buck. I do too, but I like pulling out first-person shooters, but. Because I was trying to figure out, like, how would we split out, you know, like a Battlefield and a Titanfall? Like, I was like, well, maybe maybe multiplayer, you know, competitive multiplayer games is maybe how we should break those out. Because then that would put, that would, uh, put Gears and Battlefield and Titanfall and, like, Overwatch against each other. Um, but, you know... I don't know. And it would leave the division out because, I mean, when I say multiplayer, I mean, you know, like why I said competitive multiplayer, but I don't know. I'd change, I'd, I would change mine from Hitman. I'll give a little honorable mention to Hitman, but mine would be the division. And then Rob's is Dishonored, too. And Mark, yours is... And I changed this. Okay. <laughs> I had something else in here, but I, I really, uh, I put the division as my action-adventure game of the year. 
Um, what I did have listed here, I have moved my game of the year, and I'll explain why later. But, um, cool. Yeah, so I got the division in here. So, and uh, a real quick update just to those listening: when uh, and just if you're unaware, when we do our TXL game of the year, these are games that each of us have played. Right. So we look back at what we have played, and we pick our favorites. So if you're like, how could you not pick, you know, Overwatch, for example, that BGAs or the, the award show or whatever they call it now, you know, they that thing run away with everything. Well, if Rob didn't play Overwatch, he's not going to pick it. So these are these are our TXL picks based on stuff we've actually played. Mm-hmm. So, and I did play Overwatch, and you ain't going to see it in my list. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And anyways, cool. Uh, next thing is family game. I couldn't really think of one that I played. Um, so I'll let you guys take. Take this one. Yeah, for me, the family game of 2016 is Lego Anything. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the Lego games doesn't matter what they are. My experience has been that they've all been fantastic. Everything from like old, old, old releases like um, like the Marvel superheroes to the Lego movie to, um, I think, I don't know if it came out in December or January this year is, um, the star Wars one force awakens. That's it. Jurassic world. Um, I mean, they've all been phenomenal. So that's a guaranteed great family game and it's cooperative as well. So, uh, yeah, this was, this was a tough category yeah, um, it was. because everything that my kids play or my family plays, none of it was from this year right. <laughs> Yes, because they're all into Minecraft or they love playing Monopoly from the family Hasbro's family game night. But that came out like a year ago. Um, they like playing those. Yeah. Mine was, um, Uno, but it was this year. So yeah. yeah. So I put rock band four in, even though I, I really, I haven't played this with my family, and I'm the only one. My my wife and I are the only ones that have played it. Um, so that's kind of the one I had to pick. But I'm like, I don't really have anything else now. My son, I just bought him the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutants in Manhattan. I think it's called. It's a new TMNT game, and I thought that'd be good because he loves the turtles. My youngest does, so I bought that, and he loves the game. He's having a blast with it, but. I thought that because it's a turtle game and there's four turtles, I'm like, this would be great because all three of my kids could sit and play couch co-op and found out, nope, this game doesn't allow you to do that. There's multiplayer, but it's online multiplayer. There's no couch co-op. And I'm like, that really stinks. So I wasn't happy about that. So I can't give them game family game of the year when you can only play by yourself. So um, I don't think so. I had to give it to Rock Band 4. Right. But that's stretching it. <laughs> Uh, thanks for the follow. Is that Cronus? I'm gonna say Cronus RX. Hopefully, I, I pronounced that correctly. Uh, our next category, we didn't really have anything. It was for fighting games, so we're we're just gonna skip over that. Either all of us kind of bailed out on that one. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't play any. I did either. Yeah, I didn't either. either. So um, there's really not that much. No, no. Yeah. So well, we um, Killer Instinct. Yeah. Three. I mean, if you want. But even then, we talked about this last week. It's like, well, season three, it's like DLC. It's not like a new game that came out this year. So yeah. I think the video game awards 
had that one up, and I'm like, why? That's just DLC. How can you count that as getting in a you know best game of the year when it was really? They did that with The Witcher Three DLC. I was like, oh, I got game of the year. They were in the category, but it was DLC. It wasn't the game, so Street, I didn't want to nominate anything. Here. Street Fighter Five. Uh, that was an exclusive, I believe. All right, all right. Uh, sports game. Uh, I had to think back on this one. I'm like. That didn't come out this year, but it did come out this year on um, on console, I believe. And so with mine, I'm picking Rocket League. So the game is awesome. <laughs> and the updates that they're putting in and the new stuff they're getting ready to do is fantastic. Yeah, can't argue with that one. Um, that one definitely deserves uh, the title. Of, uh, best sports game uh, for me it was a tough choice between that and Forza Horizon 3 mm. and I chose Forza Horizon 3 yeah. um, for me it I was I thought initially I was going to put Forza Horizon 3 on here and then I remembered Rocket League came out this year and I gave it to Rocket League um, mainly because even as good as Forza Horizon 3 was it pretty much is the same that you've seen in the first two games with the few additional things. And I mean, it looks great, plays great, but rocket league came out of nowhere for me. And I, it was just one of those. It's, it's quick. You can just play a few games. It's one of those and there and the matches don't run long and it's super fun. It's like, even when you lose, you still have a great time. Um, so I had to give it to rocket league. It's the for, best FNL that we had all year. We had like two or three weeks in a row and they were a blast. I mean, we had people waiting you know, to jump in and play, and like some of us are taking breaks, and other people are coming in, and just like robbing people's goals. I, I had a blast with that game. <laughs> That's so much yeah. fun. I, I may have to reconsider what I picked for game of the year. <laughs> but again, like, but again, like to me, I had I've had Rocket League uh, even oh. the year before. But um, yeah, you do. You need to change that. I can't believe what you have in there. No, no, no. Uh, no. I'm surprised by what you have there, but. Okay. It, it was it was a tough. I was between three games. I'll explain my three games when we when we get. All right. So. But uh, all right, shooter. Um, this one was a tough one for me. Um, mine was between Titanfall two and Battlefield one. Um, but I decided to go Battlefield one. Uh, I just love. I was real I was a skeptic let's say you know when they announced that they were going to do World War 1 and I remember on a show going like I don't I was like I don't see how you can go from tanks and helicopters and all this stuff to like trench warfare you know, you know <laughs> like I was I was really to that point and I was like I really just don't know how how they're going to do that and uh but they did it and I really really like it and it's 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 such a good game, and and uh, so I had to I picked that one over Titanfall two. So so uh, thanks for the follow, Jen. So appreciate it. Um, but what do you guys have, Rob? What do you got? I knew what you're. <laughs> yeah, for me, uh, it's again. This is kind of a tough one, uh, but I went with Doom. And strictly based off of the fact that it is just nonstop shooting. I mean, it is 
probably as close as you can get to like a one of those Twitch shooting games. Basically, if it moves, you shoot it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With a big old gun and make it blow up. Um, you know, there's a lot of other games that I think uh, are uh, probably deserving of, of this title as well. doesn't mean that they're bad. It just uh, means that uh, I picked this one because it's my pick. <laughs> Mark? Um, this one was not hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did look as I was thinking, oh, Rainbow Six Siege, but that actually came out in 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, okay. But uh, Titanfall 2, without a doubt, was my shooter of the year. Uh, no other shooter had me just so excited for it and met my expectations. And you know, I can go in and play this, and I just have a blast. And I also love it because when I go into other shooters, I can just get destroyed. I love that there's AI bots, so I can kill some of those, still contribute to the team, um, not feel like I'm terrible at it. Um, and this just happens to be one of those shooters I tend to do fairly well. You know, I, I, I may not, I'm not always at the top, but I'm not always at the bottom of the pack either. So, um, and it's just a friggin' blast. I mean, I just love this game. Um, I, I, I hope they put uh, defense, frontier defense in sometime this year. That's what I'm waiting I for. That. I want horde mode <laughs> in this game. Um, so we'll see. But I love everything they've been doing with this game so far. It's been fantastic. Yeah, Titanfall 2, it's crazy because like, I, I I got in late at the first Titanfall and I gen, I like did one gen. I regened once. But I did that all on Frontier Defense because I was just like, I hated this, uh, the you know the other competitive multiplayer. I, I would just get wrecked. I, I just couldn't get a hang of it or anything like that. Now, of course, like I just regen this weekend and that's all there is, is competitive multiplayer. And um. I even just got my pro tag, which was kind of nice because I guess they get pro tag. You have to come in first like 10 times or something like that. Um, yeah. So, I, you know, I finally got that this weekend. And, and so, like, yes, I do good. I do bad. Sometimes it gets frustrating. Sometimes it's just like, boy, I, I killed. And I think having communication is great. But, yeah, Titanfall is right up there with, with me in Battlefield. It's just I think what made me switch mine or get mine to Battlefield was just like the large scale of it i love stepping on people too and shooting yeah. them like i'm getting a collection like i keep every time i do it i do uh an xbox record that xbox record that for everybody now your xbox is recording stuff um every time i pick a pilot off after an ejection in the air <laughs> i'm recording it i'm gonna have to splice a little video because i got three two more Two or three more over the weekend. They just eject out, and I'm like, pow, and I just shoot them right out of the air. It's like, nice. Yeah, so much fun. Um, (laughs) Okay, next up, RPG game. So I don't have one. Um, The Division, if we put an action adventure, I guess is, you know, like we said, it could have been an RPG, but we moved that one up there. Um, I didn't have one. So what do you guys get? Rob, what do you got? I put in uh, uh, Dark Souls 3. Oh. Impossible game to play. (laughs) Frustrating as can be. If you're glutton for punishment, it's a really good game. Cool. Mark? I'm hoping this qualifies. Um, Star Trek Online. Um, 
it's by the same guys that did um, Neverwinter. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an I think this is classified as an MMORPG. Mm-hmm. Um, I friggin' love Star Trek Online. Free game too, by the way, people. Um, I highly recommend if you have not played this and you like Star Trek, check it out. So, loved yeah. it. Uh, RTS game. So I I had I had, I only played one RTS game this year. I didn't play a lot of it. So I guess by default, XCOM 2 would be my RTS game of the year. But I decided I changed it and didn't put one in. I put NA because I didn't feel like I played it enough to make a good decision on it. Um, but so that's where I'm at. <laughs> but uh, Rob, Rob picked a good one. Yeah, for me, um, this game game this game came out uh, I think right around January ish. And uh, it was a follow-up to a PC game of a similar title, and that's uh, This War of Mine. The console version was called Little Ones. And it's uh, it's a game that pits you in this environment where there's a war going on and you're a civilian trying to survive. And it makes you make some hard decisions if you get into the ambience and if you get into the game. It's, I don't say, like, disturbing, but... Yeah, it is. (laughs) You know, it... uh, (laughs) It uh, makes you look at the side of yourself <laughs> that you're like, huh, I don't know, I had it, had it in me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this war of mine, Little Ones. Little, little Ones is actually, that's the, con- you know, yes, the console version, but that's the latest version that was on PC as well. It was like yeah. an expansion, and what they did, I think the expansion was like $2 or something like that, and I think mm-hmm. a dollar of it went to children of worn tour countries or something like that. They did some something for it, so it was pretty cool. Alright. Mark, what do you get? Um, I picked XCOM 2. Right. Um, I really enjoyed it. It's uh, a little hard. I think they made it a little too challenging, even on the easiest difficulty. And I, I really wanted to finish, and I got to the point where I had all, lost all my people, and I've got nothing but rookies, and there's no way I can play going forward. So I'm gonna have to basically restart an entire new game, and I just don't. I I haven't had the uh, desire to restart, but it's a fantastic game, and I'm hoping this this year during maybe this winter break, and all this, you know, we have a, a hopefully a slump that I can go back and redo this and put some more time into it. But XCOM 2 was a lot. A lot All right, so game of the year. All right. Dun, 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 dun. Um, so for my game of the year, I'm going to say what it is, and I'll give you an explanation of what you're saying. My game of the year is Overwatch. Um, and I will say so I was between Overwatch, Titanfall 2, and uh, The Division. And I really think if I would have finished the single player of Titanfall 2... Maybe that one would have been picked over Overwatch, um, you know. And then with the division, I just I played it a lot this year at the beginning of the year, and I re- I really really liked it. Um, but there's a thing next category you, you'll you'll find out. Uh, I picked Overwatch, and the reason why Overwatch came down to it was I bought this game on both PC and console, and I played the crap out of it on both PC and console. Um, I like the strategy. I like that it's quick. It's simple. 
Um, you know, just the there's just a bunch of things that can happen, and 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 I even play like I said, I was playing it today. Uh, the the Christmas event they're going to doing a Christmas event now, the Halloween event that they did in October. It's just it's a good game, and it's Blizzard, and you know how they are. They're just a, a great developer, but that's why. Oh, fire whistle. Um, I'll turn off my thing while you guys are talking, but I picked. It's uh, been a while. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I picked. Uh, I picked Overwatch. So main reason, it just got me to want this game on every you know every platform I could get it on. So, but uh, what about you, Rob? Yeah, for me, stretch, huh? is, this yeah, hard, for, is this hard for anyone to figure out? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Survey says. Now, for me, uh, game of the year is definitely Dishonored Two, and that actually kind of surprised me because I figured it was going to be Tomb Raider. And Tomb Raider is a great game. This just unseated it, uh, just because I love the environment. It's a little steampunky. It's got. Uh, some cool powers in there, and uh, it's it's a blast. It's love the game, love the game. So, Dishonored Two, Game of the Year, twenty sixteen for me. All right. So for me, this is the one I actually just changed an hour ago. Um, I had the division in here, but and I had Watch Dogs Two as my action adventure game. And I just, you know, I thought about those two, and I couldn't, I just, I'm like, you know what, I gotta change this. And Watch Dogs 2 is my game of the year. And and the reason why, I think I have to come down to, you know, I want to justify why. The Division, I've played a lot, I've had a lot of great fun in it, you know, I like the four-player people, you know, co-op, and you can do the missions together, which is great. But there was a lot of technical issues, there was a lot of breakage, there was a lot of glitches there was a lot of we're going to ban you for doing stuff that's in our game um you know i think the game lived up to the hype but there was a lot of technical problems with the game and it's you know we've this game's been out for a year and they're behind on the dlc they promised you know i bought a season pass and i I haven't gotten all my stuff because they've been delayed due to all the technical issues and i really don't think that deserves game of the year when it's been flooded with those watchdogs 2 um, I liked the original game. This game far exceeded the original game. It did launch with some technical glitches, but what they did was they turned off the, uh, what do they call that? The, you know, where someone can come into your game and hack you and do all that. They, they shut all that off so you could still play. It was like within, within I think it was within two weeks, all that was fixed. And, and, and it's like it just, I launched it one day and everything was resolved. And the game is run great i haven't had any technical issues with watchdogs 2 it was a tremendous amount of fun i was able to 1k the whole game um and it was just a blast and i want more it's like i want more stuff i'm probably going to buy the season pass but you know i want to kind of see what the stuff's going to come out and how long it is but i had an absolute blast with watchdogs 2 and i just i looked at everything i played and i'm like you know what even the stuff at the beginning of the year that was had my attention I think this one just met, had me excited and thrilled. And I didn't want this one to end. I didn't hit that part where it's like, oh, I got to grind out three more levels to finish this game. You know, this one, I was like avoiding the final mission, trying to do everything else I could because I didn't want it to end. 
how often do you find a game that does that? You know, and that and Watch Dogs 2 did that for me, so they get my game of the year vote. Cool. All right. Yeah, I had an idea to do that. I'm I'm battling out with noob noob face games in the uh, in the chat here. He's saying spamming no on my Overwatch game of the year. So I had to say <laughs> I said, well, it's better than Rainbow Six or Rainbow Six Siege, <laughs> and he's like, I knew you would say that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, cool, cool. I I like that all three of us pick something different. There's a lot of good games this year. I really do. Yeah, think there was. There was also some disappointments. There is, and <laughs> so let's go into biggest disappointments of 2016. And I. Love hate relationship. I picked the biggest appointment disappointment as the division. So I love that game. It is my best adventure, action adventure. My disappointment that comes into it is um leading up to the game, I was so excited because this genre of game, like a like a destiny and a division, like I want it to be successful, and and another game that is uh, going to be something like this is coming out next year, and we'll we'll talk about it in a little bit. Um, but I wanted this game to be so successful, and I had my hopes up for it so much. I think that's why I'm a little disappointed. So it's not that the game did it or anything. I think it was myself being so hyped on it. Um, but Mark pointed out the glitches, the issues, they're you know they're behind some stuff. I really think if they didn't have those glitches, yeah, the dark zone, like those glitches, oh. like the reason why I haven't done an incursion is because it took so long to come out with one, and then to fix, yeah, fix them, and then they're abandoning people for doing certain things in there, and then it's like, you know, the gear score, you know, they they switch the gear score stuff like after the fact, which I'm I'm okay with, I'm okay with. And, and actually, I have the Division Year One as my biggest disappointment because I think it can do, it could be just like Destiny that, you know, once they get things going and a year or two pops out, like they have a chance of being successful still. Like even right now, um, they just got to get those people pulled back in. Like they got to figure out that, that thing that's going to grab everybody and pull them back in. Um, but that's what I picked for my biggest disappointment. Yeah, for me, biggest disappointment uh, is probably ReCore, just because the trailers that we saw when they first teased the game, it looked interesting. You, you, know, you had this you know, little girl, these robots that were fighting with the orbs, and when it came time, you know, the game came out, I don't know. It just um, it was just kind of like a, a funky little shooting game. The graphics looked nice, and you know, just the gameplay was not all that appealing to me. And so that's my uh, big disappointment for the year. Actually, I think yeah. it's a disappointment for a lot of people. <laughs> you know, I think that's a good pick, Rob. Um, yeah, I've been playing it recently. I actually tried out the trial they they released it as a free option and yeah of course you know they popped a few achievements right in that time trial so oh i have to buy it but i actually enjoyed it um, i i do kind of enjoy the game i think it's interesting yeah but one thing i would agree with you i remember back in the trailers it was like 
she had this dog and then she changed its core and it became like a bigger robot. And then right. it changed that the orb again. It became this bigger thing. And that's not what this game is. Like you have a dog that you can alter, but he doesn't change in anything else. You get other robotic characters that go around with you and you can switch back and forth. So I was like, wait a minute, you're not building this guy up. You level these up individually, but they don't change. Like they showed it to be in the trailer. So yeah, it seemed that the, I think the game was sold as something other than what it really is. Yeah. And now, and I'll tell you what, it's really hard to figure out where to go in this game because I hit a point where I was going through. And it's like, Oh, you need more of these. What are they called? Some kind of orbs or shards or something. I need some more of these things. And um, I'm like, prismatic prismatic orbs i think that's what it is i need more of these to get to the next area but it's like you look the map that comes up is like so hard to figure out how to go where to where to go it's not it's really done poorly so i'm absolutely with both you guys on your decisions um for disappointments but i threw two games in here um one was battleborn which came out like a week before oh. uh, overwatch yeah and I, I i mean i like gearbox i like um love of of um borderlands mm-hmm. i was like what, what game is that you know this, this is very borderlands ish and uh it's very borderlands ish it's uh so one of the disappointments i had was when i first started playing it i was like oh my gosh this is like a ripoff it's like they took borderlands and just kind of made another game with all these same assets i mean even the, the HUDs and the maps and everything is like identical from Borderlands. And I was like, that really disappointed me. It was like, this is not, this isn't like a new game. They took assets from another one and tried to sell it as something new. Um, and I really didn't like that. And the game never, you know, no one got into it. It, it was, it was fun, but it was like the missions were really long. Um, you know, you had to sit down and commit to one whole single player mission some of them took several hours to complete, um, and it just it didn't live up to what I was hoping it could have been. Uh, and then the other one was Quantum Break. This was a game I've been excited about, looking forward to playing for several years. Kept getting delay. Then it came out, and I was as I was playing, it's like I, I felt for me, and I'm I'm an idiot, I'll admit that. But for me, it's like the game didn't explain the powers, like I. I felt like as you were going and gaining stuff, it was like, people are like, Oh, well you need to do this. And I'm like, Oh, I can do that. Well, how come the game never told me that I could do that? Or this is how to, you know, I felt like the, the training or teaching you how to use your powers wasn't there. It was very, uh, not helpful enough. And I, the game I thought was super boring. I actually quit. I think mm-hmm. I only got to like the third chapter and I quit. I just like, I'm like, this is not even interesting. Uh, so those two were my. I had to put both of them down as biggest disappointment. Yeah, Quantum. Qu- I agree with you on Battleborn. And and Battleborn, they came out weeks after, a couple weeks after Overwatch, and just got kind of trounced and 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 stuff like that. But Quantum Break, I I don't disagree with you with Quantum Break kind of being a disappointment. I can see how a lot of people would feel that way. Um, I liked the story that they were trying to tell. Um, but with, I think what happened is with it being delayed and delayed and delayed, it was just like, it needed another delay, but they didn't want to do it. So they just released the way it was. Um, 
because I, you know, yes, I remember them being like a quick, like what it was is the tutorial for your new power was a part of a mission that they kind of were forcing you to use your new power. But then once you got your new powers, you still really only use like two of them. So, and it was like one of the first ones you got, like during the game, you would do that. Um, but I just kind of wish it would have been a little bit, you know, they took more time to do what they wanted to do. Cause I think they really had something there, but, uh, yeah, took more time. It took way too much, I think, as it was. Well, and 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 the funny <laughs> thing, and the funny thing is, is as Recore, Battleborn, and Quantum Break. Look, and Division. If you want, if you want to put it like, all four of the games we mentioned for for uh, disappointments were all games that were announced and delayed and delayed and delayed. You know, yeah. What True. would happen? Don't announce something until it's ready, and then you wouldn't be a disappointment. But that's, you know, we'll t- we'll pick our next thing, and let's just hope it doesn't happen with with at least what uh, my most anticipated games are. But um, oh. so most anticipated next next thing for 2017. So um, I picked Ghost Recon Wildlands. It's supposed to come out early 2017. I'm pumped as long as I don't have to ever watch or listen to those people demo it again at E3 because they were horrible. <laughs> their their little it, their scripted thing that they did was just ridiculously horrible. Um March 7th baby. March 7th. I can that's I hope it doesn't get delayed cuz you know yeah. this was this is what I was saying about the disappointment was we've we've seen the game it's only been delayed once. And it's already had two beta releases already. There was a closed one, but it was for the PC. I was invited to it, but I didn't. I'm like, I'm not going to play on a PC. Hmm. And they just had another one recently. Um, but again, it looked like it was PC only. But so they they've been beta testing it already. So right. I think you know if they're at that stage, and hopefully this March timeframe will hold up. Yeah, I'm super excited for that because I know it's something that it's going to be division like, but. I don't know. I'm excited for it. I have two honorable mentions. Uh, Halo Wars 2, of course. Uh, that would be my, you know, I'm looking forward to an RTS. Um, and Mass Effect. And, but if you look, Mass Effect, another game announced, delayed, delayed, delayed. Uh, Halo Wars 2 has been delayed one time. It, it's just, it, it seems to be this theme, and, and hopefully they're, these three games are not in the biggest disappointment of 2017 when we come around doing this oh, next good year. Good point. You know, and, and that's what I mean. Yeah. It's like, yeah, look at that. All all delays, all early announcements. And um, it seems like you can only announce something 10 years ago and come out with it now and have it be awesome uh, if you're only in one certain company. But, uh, yeah. All right. Rob? So for me, uh, probably, so So I actually struggled with this list. Mobile Strike 2, right? Yeah. <laughs> Clash Royale. Clash too. Royale too. That's it. That's yeah, there you go. that's the one you play. <laughs> yeah. So the search for the search for for more money. <laughs> more money. So, Double the yeah, Royale. I mean, Ma- Royale Maximus. Yep. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, I struggled with this one quite a bit just because there's there's been so many good games that came out this year that, I mean, I really couldn't think of anything that I was, like, really looking forward to. Um, there are some good games, but nothing that really, like, makes me think, like, hey, I can't wait for that game to come out. Because, uh, you know, like, this year I had Dishonored, I had uh, Forza Horizon, I had Rise of the Tomb Raider. And I kind of looked at the list that of the games that we had announced that were coming out supposedly in 2017. And I kind of looked for games that maybe had something familiar that was fun or something different. So, like, a new take on a game. And my most anticipated would probably be Sea of Thieves, just because it's something different. It looks interesting, looks new. I have no idea how well it's going to play. Um... In thinking of the game, I'm, I'm kind of like looking to disappointment, <laughs> I think, because I, I think it'll be something that I won't like and I won't play, but uh, it's definitely interesting. Uh, honorable mentions, I have uh, Halo Wars 2. I mean, that's probably, outside of Sea of Thieves, probably my most anticipated game. And then another game that I'm kind of looking at in terms of like just a uh, Hoping it's going to be good is For Honor. And that one, I'm kind of hoping it'll rekindle the fun that I had with Rise, Son of Rome. That's what I was sitting there. I was wondering if you were going to say yeah. that. Yeah. I've been watching some of that. It looks interesting. Yeah, and, and Rise, Son of Rome, to me, was something different. It, I had never played a game kind of like that, you know, like that gladiator centurion type of role and i wouldn't have thought that i would have liked it but it was a lot of fun you know even though it wasn't as big of a game as uh one would hope so we'll, we'll see how this one goes red dead so, 2 is uh, next year right supposedly november november ish yeah i forgot about that one but all right cool Mark, this was really hard for me yeah. to pick out. <laughs> this honestly was probably the hardest one to do. I went with Ghost Recon Wildlands, and I'm gonna. I also and, and the other two games I struggled with for this cat for this was Crackdown Three and Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, I love Mass Effect. I love Crackdown. Ghost Recon has been one of those that some of them I have loved and some of them I have hated. So it, it's kind of like, you know, with Mass Effect, I know I'm going to love the game, but is it going to make it out this year? I don't really know. Crackdown 3 has been delayed, 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 delayed. Now they're promising holiday by holiday 2017. It's, but, it's coming with Scorpio. But they also said <laughs> holiday 2016. They also said, you know, early 2016. So they promised this release date several times. Ghost Recon Wildlands has a date. I feel it. Even if it slips, it will come out next year. But so what I did is I looked at all three of these and I'm like, okay, which one do I really want the most? And I think Crackdown 3 is going to be more of what we've had previous, which is awesome. But I don't really necessarily see that there's going to add anything new um, other than like their cloud stuff. 
Um, Mass Effect Andromeda is going to be a great story with a whole new cast, and you know, there's no doubt it's going to be an amazing game. But I'm, I think I'm most excited about Ghost Recon Wildlands because, and I'm worried, and I have a feeling that this game's going to end up in my biggest disappointments mm. of 2017 because I want this game to be raw to co-op yeah dlc that's what it's going to be that if that's no. what it is <laughs> then this will be probably my game of the year for 2017 yeah i'm excited if it's not <laughs> if this turns out to not be and not give me that enjoyment we had with Gra 2 co-op those 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 amazing fun missions we had mm. we were doing fnls all the time if I, I want that Gras 2 experience again. I want that love of that game and the, and the, the working together as a team to do so. That's what I'm praying and hoping this game is. Yeah. And if it is, awesome. Yeah. You know, now Division lived up to what I, it was what I wanted it to be. Um, I'm, I'm, so I'm hoping I can get it twice. Hope I'm not asking too much, but you know, if this is what I want and what I, if it, if it turns out to be what I hope it will be. This, to me, I will have probably more fun with this than the other two games. Um, and that's why I had to go with this one as my most anticipated. Yeah. We've been we've been saying it since we started podcasting eight, eight years ago. Well, even when we were on the previous podcast, when it was the Xbox podcast, like, that's what, nine years ago, almost ten years ago? Uh, one of my my oh. first game for a 360 was Grawl 2, and I remember asking you and Kyle like, "Hey, what game should I get?" And you guys were like, "Get Grawl 2." So we get Grawl 2 and the hour to fin and stuff. And I remember us just talking about it and being like, "The game they need to release is basically the co-op missions. Like, if you could build a game that was just co-op missions and just keep releasing mission after mission after yes. mission after mission." Yes, I was like, "That is the game I want." Yes. And I believe that's what Wildlands is going to be. And I'm Man, I'm right I with you. If it's not, I'm driving to Canada and beating <laughs> some developers, okay? <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna fly to Ohio and join you in the car. <laughs> so, and we'll meet Carride up there because I know he's big into this. So yeah. we'll all get together. He'll get us across the border. He's Canadian. Yeah. He's so and, and 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 the division and Destiny, and, and, and like I said, the reason why I was so hopeful for The Division is games like that, games like uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands, are games that I want to keep coming out. I don't want to just deal with first-person shooters and, and, and uh, like battlefield after battlefield after battlefield. I like these things where you have to go in, you got to plan, you got to work together. Um, and it's, it's different. It's, yes. Yeah. Dude, I'm so bored with shooters. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm really getting to that like, point too. I mean, I really am. So, yeah. Um. I mean, I know Overwatch is a shooter, but I don't know what it was about that game. Maybe it was just the small little. You know, I think it was the quick. Thing. Yeah, the well, quick game. I don't, still don't know. I was going to tell you. This. I don't know how you picked that as game of the year when it had no campaign. It was online only, and it only had two game modes. <laughs> it was the most fun <laughs> you know? I had. Most fun I had all year. <laughs> And that's what it comes down. To. Yeah, it, true. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and that's honest. That's the honest answer. I mean, that's really the only way I can say it is like, man, I played it so much like on the PC and on the console, and like I haven't done that with very many games. Like to have to buy it twice, and um, yeah, it was just the most fun I had. You know, so 
but yeah cool and that was our last uh that was our last topic there our last uh category so cool good year man yeah i i really did i enjoyed 2016 yeah. i'm looking forward to 2018 um <laughs> sorry 2017 so yeah <laughs> that was a slip yeah my bad um, he was thinking he was thinking uh, of the ps4 for <laughs> when their next game releases. Yeah, cracked, you know, with Crackdown, I can see them holding that until being a launch title with Scorpio. Yeah, but not 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 Scorpio. Crackdown is not that not, big of a name. Not Scorpio only though. I'm not saying it's Scorpio oh, only. No, it I'm won't just be. saying Well, I think they're just going to be around the same time frame. You know what I mean? So I think they'll use Crackdown to kind of show things off cuz I don't think a Halo's coming next year. I know people might want it. But I don't think a Halo is coming next year. Uh, yeah, it is. Is it? Your most anticipated for 2017, Halo Wars 2. Well, sorry, sorry, sorry. I mean, uh, Halo proper. <laughs> Halo. You proper. said a Halo game. I know yeah. what you meant. I'm so. But yeah, cool. All right, community time. If you go to this XboxLife.com, there is a plethora. You like that plethora of things to do. <laughs> You can click on contact, fill out a form. It'll send us a send us an email with your question or comment. We'll read it off in the show. You can also email us directly using whatever your favorite email service is. Contact at thisxboxlife.com. Uh, to get to our Facebook group, it is thisxboxlife.com slash Facebook. To get to Twitter, it's thisxboxlife.com slash Twitter. Uh, and to send a voicemail, you go to thisxboxlife.com. Click on send voicemail on the right-hand side. Follow the prompts. We'll get you. We'll put you in the show. And you can hear your voice on there, and we'll answer it and say thank you and how you know, appreciate how much you think how awesome we are. Um, <laughs> but uh, all those things you can do. Um, before, so we don't have any voicemails. Uh, we got a couple emails we're going to rattle off. But before we get to that, uh, FNL, like somebody was asking about an FNL this week, uh, we did not get to one. Do we want to try this? Well, Chris, no, it's, it's Christmas time. Christmas. It's Christmas yeah, time. So no just try to catch <laughs> us when we're online. I will say if if people want to schedule an FNL, the coolest thing that you can do now, do it in the uh, club. Somebody did a couple clubs saying, hey, this Saturday, 8 o'clock, you know, looking for five people. Uh, I went in and joined on and played Titanfall. It was a great time. Uh, so, you know, Utilize that if you're part of our club. Uh, if you're not, go out there. That's and on Xbox. That's on your Xbox. Yep, that's the Xbox Live clubs. Yep. So uh, and also TXL giveaway for our Christmas giveaway. We are giving away a uh, Xbox One Elite wireless controller. Uh, looks like about 159 people have entered already. It ends in seven days. So this time next week is going to be it. It's going to be closed. We're going to pick our winner and. Uh, we're gonna ship that out. So, and are Rob, we picking it on Christmas Day? Is it end on Christmas Day? It ends at eleven fifty nine fifty nine on Christmas Day, December twenty fifth. Okay, yep, PM okay, so Eastern we, Time, I believe. So we're gonna announce in our Facebook group on the twenty sixth, or are we gonna wait till the New Year's show? Uh, we'll announce it as soon as we can announce it, and okay. we'll mention it in our show. Yeah, right. no need to make people wait. That's, that's Facebook, kind of... Twitter. Check us out on the twenty sixth. Then we'll yep. Announce it. Yep. So cool. All right. 
Um, and if you want, if you don't know where that uh, the link to it, uh, you can see it on our Twitch comments or Twitch chat. I'll put it in there right now. And uh, for everybody who's listening and you're not follow, or you're not watching us live on Twitch right now, uh, just go to our Twitter. So twitter.com slash thisxboxlife or thisxboxlife.com slash Twitter. And it's pinned at the very top. But, all right. And I'll bump it in the Facebook group. Yep. What Last week to bump. So, emails. We got two of them. Okay, got a couple of them. Uh, first one is from Nadius Maximus. I noticed that the Forza Horizon 3 Blizzard Mount Pack marketing material described the mountain as alpine. So that apparently answers everybody's questions about the heavy snow and blizzards in Australia. They just moved Switzerland or maybe Austria to Australia. And the Alpine countries would fit with plenty of room left over. But oh, the expense of moving. them. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good one, Nadius. Yes. <laughs> oh, definitely. And uh, next one is from... Uh, I would attack one T assassin. I don't know if that asset assassin. Yeah. Uh, uh, in, I just rediscovered Witcher three wild hunt. Coincidentally, I recently discovered your podcast after listening to a couple podcasts. I wanted to get your take on Witcher. Was there a podcast where you did an initial reaction to the game? Also, was there a reason it received the shaft in your 2015 <laughs> awards podcast? Number three sixty nine. Thanks. I think this would be easy. Did did any of us play The Witcher? No. I bought it while it was on sale. <laughs> yeah, so so I have um, not played it. Yeah, real quick, yeah. we we explained this as we were going through our things. Yeah. We only pick things that we played. So right. the reason why the Witcher, no, I mean nothing against The Witcher, it was probably a fantastic game, but none of us actually played it to be able to vote for it. So, right. Yeah, instead of yeah. just picking cuz you know, if you just pick something are you picking because other people picked it or, you know, so that's the, why we just pick things that we play. Yeah. So hopefully that's that why we each do. Yeah. And that's why we each do our individual picks. Right. Too, right. Because, yeah. You know, like Ron, you might've played the Witcher. I didn't. And if Rob didn't, then we can't say, well, TXL picks this game, you know, yeah. that's why we just, we don't fight. We just say, here's our personal likes of the year. Right. Easier. So, if that answers and you know, your question. Yeah. And, <laughs> One thing I also wanted to add that I think is really cool about the the games that we pick for our awards and such is I think all three of us have different tastes in gaming, so you get kind of like a wide spread, you know, versus some shows or some folks where, you know, you get a couple people and they all think the same and they're just, you know, going, oh, yeah, me too, me too, I like that game. So, you know, um, I think that we get a wider spread of games that we pick too. Unfortunately... You know, because we're kind of doing this uh, for fun on the side, at least the podcast part of it, and actually even the gaming, is that, you know, we just don't have the time to play all these games. And, like, Witcher 3 or the money. is a huge time sink. I mean, n- not in a bad way. I mean, that game has a lot of stuff to it. And everything I've heard is, like, it's an amazing game. Unfortunately, I just I haven't had the time to even, like, sit down with it, even though I've had it. I, I think I picked it up on the Christmas sale last year. And I still haven't had a chance to boot it up yet. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, isn't there going to be a Christmas sale this year? 
That's disappointing. Usually they would have teased it by now. Hmm. I don't know. We'll look while it's you rattle away. off uh, what's coming out. This okay. Um, we're doing retail releases already? Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. So this week for Xbox One, we have Shantae Half Genie Hero and Subject 13, Crypt of the Serpent King, and Momonga Pinball Adventures. Yeah. And Xbox 360 has nothing. Can, can we remove 360 from our list now? Because I really don't think they're poking out any more games. That, that's what I would say. Yeah. Right. Maybe it's about so, time. Yeah, if you'd like to know what is coming out this week on 360 games, you may have to look it up on your own. Yeah. They, they haven't put anything out in quite a while. Yep. Yeah, and we're going been... into year four, man. This is We're yeah. on officially year <laughs> four of the Xbox One. You just, yeah. Yeah. Time to upgrade, people. What, that's so sad to see it removed. I know the 360 was yeah. such an amazing machine, but yep. and the thing is, what ten years old now? Mm-hmm. Didn't it just have ten years? Yeah, yeah. Twenty uh, came out in two thousand November. Yep. Okay. All right, it's a uh, beast of a machine. I'll say that. Oh, definitely. Will forever live on this generation, at least with backwards compatibility. So uh, Games with Gold uh, just had a Switch, when was it, Friday, I think? Yeah, Friday. Thursday or Friday. Friday. Yeah. Right now, for Xbox One, you can get Sleeping Dogs Definitive Edition. That came out at the beginning of the month. You still have two more weeks to get it. And new on the scene on the 16th is Outlast. And uh, for Xbox 360... Queued up on the 16th is Burnout Paradise for backwards compatibility. And of course, backwards compatibility means that it is playable on your Xbox One. So make sure to grab both of them. And they both do show up uh, on the Games with Gold section of your Xbox One. Hey, did you guys notice now that when you get these Games with Gold games, it doesn't go through the whole buying thing anymore? It just says get. Right, bef- because you, you got to launch it like in a separate store. Right. It's like going to the three. It, it's like I think it connects you with the Xbox 360 Xbox Live well, Service in store. Well, I'm, I'm talking even about the Xbox One game. So, for example, when I grabbed Outlast, it didn't have like buy free and then it makes you click through the whole credit card purchase oh. piece, but it's free. Now it just goes get. Yeah, it knows you're a gold member. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that out. I'm really kind of bummed. You think? Oh yeah, I don't, I don't know. But I was kind of bummed about the Burnout Paradise because it does not include the island with it. Yeah, I was kind of hoping it was like the full game and the you know all the DLC, but it's not. But that's okay. But if you have the island, wouldn't it show up? I haven't checked. Yes, it will. Yeah, it should. So I think the only way that it would have shown up is if they gave away, like, let's say, like a Game of the Year edition. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Okay. All righty. And then uh, lastly, do you want to add that uh, if there's uh, anything you're going to be purchasing on Amazon, you know, and you would like to wonder, how can I make my purchases on Amazon and 
support the good folks over at the this Xbox Life podcast? Well, here's the answer for you. Make sure to use our affiliate link each and every time that you make your purchases on Amazon. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but your purchase helps the show out by giving us a little teeny tiny little finder's fee for you sending you their way. If you use our affiliate link, you can find that affiliate link at thisxboxlife.com. Just go to our homepage and then click on the big Amazon logo on the right-hand side. Or alternatively, you can go to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon. It'll take you there with our affiliate link. And uh, make sure to do that each and every time you make your purchase because uh, every purchase it resets. Or if you go to another site, it'll overwrite our little cookie that gets sent to them. And if uh, you are on iTunes, another way that you can support the show is by finding the show. Give us a five-star rating and a little review. Tell everybody how much you enjoy the podcast and the community. And the more reviews, more five-star reviews that we get, uh, the better chance we get of being a featured podcast on the iTunes store. And uh, that's about it. Uh, Do you guys have anything to add before uh, we wrap it up? Uh, Merry Christmas. (laughs) So, uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Um, if you're, you know, have fun with family, be careful, enjoy your time. Yeah. Actually, uh, happy new year also, because I think the majority of folks won't hear the next show until after the new year. Yep. Well, yeah, we're not recording until the first, so that is definitely true. Yep. Merry Christmas. Happy new year. Happy holidays. And uh, that's all I got. Mark, anything? Just thanks again, everybody, for a fantastic year. Appreciate everybody supporting us. Hope uh, Merry Christmas to everybody, all your family, and have a great, safe holiday. Yep. Next year. Yep. All right. I'm Brun BJ Swick 33 I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Mark at K Wingman 709. Taken off.